Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. You know our trusted partner TireRack.com for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The Volume. The Three and Out Podcast with me, John Middlecoff, is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for baseball, the NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. America's number one sportsbook. Very easy to use, safe and secure. You get your winnings fast. I cannot recommend it enough. Love gambling with FanDuel. If you are new Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code COLIN so they know we sent you. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, Go Low Podcast. Uh, I guess we took took the middle of the week off last week. I reacted to the Open... Uh, I, I've been I've been vacationing. I have been playing golf, so I, I want to start off there at GoLoPod. Easiest way to get into the podcast at GoLoPod is the Instagram. Fire in those DMs. Ask me any question about golf, and we'll answer it here on the podcast. We have Jason Sobel. I talked to him for a while. A lot about the live stuff, which I'll talk a little bit about off the top, and uh, we'll answer your questions at the end again. Easiest way to get on this podcast, at GoLoPod, Instagram, fire in those DMs. You guys know the drill. For those of you that listen to the 3 and Out podcast or coming to this, I get a lot of you guys like, I didn't even know I like golf, but I enjoy the way you talk about that. I appreciate it. It's a huge passion of mine, though I'm playing crappy. I got lucky enough, a buddy of mine at the Pac-12 Network invited me to play the member guest at Olympic Club, and uh, it, it was incredible. I've played the course before a couple times. 
but it's just a special, special venue. Now, they actually have two courses in the second course, which actually people, I guess, I don't. I'd never played it till this weekend. I guess kind of talk shit about. It's remarkable. If the second uh, uh, Olympic club course was just on its own and it was just its own course and they called it San Francisco Pines, it would be one of the best courses in the area easily. But the Olympic course, which has had you know, some of the most historic U.S. Opens in the history of the sport, uh, it's the course that every pro hates, not because the course sucks, because it kicks their ass. Even par wins at Olympic Club. It is insanely hard. It's long. It's cold. The rough is long. Uh, the fairways are tight. The greens are fast. It is a test. And I was not up for the test. And uh, it, it annihilated me. But I, I'm always, anytime I get the chance to go to a historic venue, you know, my juices get flowing. It's it, it, it it's pretty awesome. I also, I was in Lake Tahoe last weekend and I played Old Greenwood. It's where they just had the Barracuda. It's a public course. Through golf now, it cost me $150. Jack Nicholas course, it's awesome. If you're ever in that area, I talked about the Three and Out podcast. If you ever get the chance to go to Tahoe, I don't know. You know, for us on the West Coast, it's it's easier to get to. But if you if you live somewhere else and you want to come out here on vacation to Lake Tahoe in the summer, I'd highly recommend it. And from a golfing standpoint, the city of Truckee is where Old Greenwood is. There's a couple other courses. Highly recommend it. 150 bucks, fantastic host PGA Tour event. It's difficult but very fun. Beautiful in the mountains, the trees uh, was really, really cool. Also kind of kicked my ass. I have so much respect for PGA Tour players. You know, I played on Tuesday and the event ended on Sunday. Chez Reeve won. And on Saturday, Chez shot a 62. 62. I didn't play great, but I struggled to shoot an 83. It's stupid how good those guys are. It is it's remarkable, eye-opening. It's hard to put into words and the adjectives to describe how stupid good pro golf. We know how good the top guys are, the Rory's, the Cam Smith's, the the JT's, but just a guy ranked like 80th or a guy ranked like 120th, how legit they are at the game that we all attempt to be decent at. Uh, and you really, that's the cool part about golf. I say it all the time. I'm never going to make a tackle at Lambeau. I'm never going to hit a home run at Fenway. I'm never going to shoot a jumper at the Chase Center. But I, I can hit golf shots right where pros just played. I was telling uh, people we were playing with when we were at Olympic, my dad took me in 1998 when the uh, U.S. Open came to Olympic. It was like Tiger Woods' second year on tour. You know, at the time, Phil, Greg Norman, guys like that, uh, Payne Stewart. Payne Stewart could have easily won that tournament. Lee Jansen ended up winning. But there's a uh, pretty historic moment where they kind of lost the course. The greens were so fast, and the ball was running down the front of 18. It was, it was pretty unfair. But I, I vividly remember watching John Daly come up to the first tee with like a three iron, hit the ground, throw his cigarette cigarette in the ground, hit the ground to create a tee. I, I still have done that ever since. Put his ball there, hit this little butter cut about 260 yards, like a one iron, and off he went. But uh, I, I guess when the open happened, I, I, I it was it hurt me, right? I had an opportunity to win a lot of money on Rory, and that sucked. But ever since, and as the night went on, and really over the last couple weeks, 
like I, I say, I, I'll say this every time that I, I talk about golf. Greg Norman isn't making a dent into golf. He's winning. It's working. He's having a lot of success. Under no circumstances did most of us casual people, and clearly the PGA Tour and the powers that be, thought that he would have this much success this quickly. He just destroyed, let me repeat, destroyed the European Ryder Cup. He had their captain, Henrik Stenson, who is really known for two things, in my opinion. Going toe-to-toe with Phil and winning the Open. It was one of the coolest things we'd ever seen in the last like decade of high-level golf. And being a Ryder Cup player. He was the Ryder Cup captain. His career's you know, not trending well, but being a Ryder Cup captain is a massive deal for these guys. It's, it's a huge crowning achievement for Americans and all the Euros. And clearly, he doesn't even give a shit. He said, I'm out. They stripped him of his candidacy. Peace out. I'm gone. Greg Norman knows, and I've been saying this for a long time, and I got to give my guy sleaze at, uh, at Golf Subpar, and you hear him on Sirius. I remember texting with him a while back, and he's just like, the tour really underestimated how much human beings value money. And think how stupid that is. The entire sport is about playing golf for money. Henrik Stenson, the Ryder Cup captain, said, I'm gone. See ya. And Jason Kokrak, who's a top 40 player in the world, you know, he's not the biggest name, but he's a top 40 player in the world. But to me, one thing that's pretty clear, everyone thinks Cam Smith, who just won the Open, is going to live. Hideki Matsuyama, who's the best player ever out of Asia, is going to go to live. And it's easy for these guys to make that decision right now because you go, what about the uh, world golf rankings? How are they going to get into the majors? Well, the moment you win a major, like Cam Smith, you're exempt into all four for five years. In the Open, he's essentially in for life. Hideki winning the Masters last year, in the Masters for life, in the other three for the next five years. So these guys, as everyone's battling in court, Cam Smith, Hideki, Bryson, DJ, Kepka, they don't have to worry about it because they're basically on scholarship into those tournaments for the foreseeable future. Now, the Kevin Nas, the Taylor Gooches, the Westwoods, yeah. But you could argue those guys, it's kind of over. Not necessarily for Gooch, but all the big names. And if they get Cam Smith, and the rumors are that it ain't just going to be Cam Smith, it's Adam Scott and Leishman, the Aussie group, and then Hideki kind of being the captain of the Asian group, is that where it's going to end? Honestly, does anyone feel that that's where it's going to end? Because I don't. Because when you look at the top 20 in the world, you keep going, well, is Patrick Cantley... Is Xander? Is Joaquin Neiman? What about Victor Hovland? Like eventually, and I've said this forever, the NFL couldn't withstand if Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Micah Parsons, Aaron Donald, and Justin Jefferson played in a different league. Like that would be a huge, huge knock on the sport. Yet in the umbrella of the sport of football, if you're the best in the world, it's really best in America, but you know what I mean. You play in the NFL. The NBA, that's probably a better example because it's worldwide. If they just lost Giannis, Dame Lillard, Steph Curry, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Embiid, and Jokic, but they still had LeBron, they still had Kevin Durant, they still had Jason Tatum, you know, you can still have a league. It would not be the same. 
And every single time that Greg Norman uses the Saudis checkbook to land one of these guys, it's a massive, massive blow for the PGA Tour. Jay Monahan failed. He underestimated humans' desire for cash in a sport that the entire thing revolves around money. And listen, I, I understand what JT and Tiger, they play for trophies, but ultimately they're playing for money and the prestige that comes because the more you win, the more cash you make. And the one thing Greg Norman told you is like, you just come, I'll give you the cash. Now we can argue the health of the sport. It's not great. It sucks. I'd rather watch all these guys at Riv, at the Memorial, at the players play each other. But that's not the case. And every single time these guys go, they're showing that they actually don't give that many shits about Riviera or the players. And I think that's where the PGA Tour made a huge, huge mistake. And like you use, you lose Cam Smith and Decky. Let's just say they just lose those guys. That's massive, man. Like how many guys can you lose? Ultimately, Liv just had some success at the Open. DJ and Bryson were top tens. DJ beside Rory is probably the best player of his generation. Him, Spieth, Kepka, right? Small, short list. And Bryson's one of the bigger young superstars in the sport. And he was injured and he, people like he fell off. No, he got hurt. Bryson's a baller. Is he? Does he have some flaws on certain courses? Yeah, a lot of guys do. But when Bryson's on, he can go toe-to-toe with anybody. Be like Josh Allen. Like, yeah, he can throw some picks. But if he's on, he'll beat the shit out of most teams. Like when Bryson's on, he's going lower than just about anyone. And Norman has him. And Liv has him. And now the the floodgates of Landon Dave Faraday, one of the biggest personalities in the history, probably him and Johnny Miller in uh, in golf broadcasting. And rumors are they're going to get Charles Barkley. Like, he ain't stopping. I, 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 I've said it over and over. I'm not a vindictive grudge holder because I don't do well in anger. When I'm angry, it slows me down. When I'm optimistic, when I'm positive, that's when I flow. That's when I've had my most success. That's when I've been my most... Uh, productive. Greg Norman clearly thrives with a vendetta and through a grudge. And he could only pull this off if he got the checkbooks. Well, he's got the checkbooks because no one can argue his vindictive and revenge is on his mind. And he's he's succeeding. And he's slowly, slowly, I wouldn't say a death by a thousand cuts because he's taking more swipes with a sword, but he's cutting them every single week, every other week. Ryder Cup captain, another top 40 player, the Open Championship, potentially the first Asian Masters champion. Like, you can only take so many body blows. You get into a ring. I'm I'm not the biggest MMA guy or boxing guy. I, I do appreciate how tough you have to be to do it. But, like, obviously uppercuts and haymakers can knock you out. But so can kidney shots and body blows if it hits you the right way especially over and over and over again, eventually you go down. And right now, the PGA Tour has been a, against the ropes for a while. I think they're in shambles. I, I I would be very, very, very nervous if I'm a business or a shareholder in business or a shareholder, meaning like I, I my business is intertwined with the PGA Tour because you can see it's headed down a very, very slippery slope that is not ideal. Tiger's not walking through that door. Rory and Spieth and Rom, they can't play every week. It's not the way the business works, right? Those guys typically probably seven, eight times a year max, that includes the majors, all play in the same tournament. Now, unless that changes, 
Norman, man, I, I expect every single week more names, but you get the Ryder Cup captain. You get two guys. Obviously, they've been there for a while now. They're going to Bedminster Trump's course this week. It's going to be a big deal. Uh, I, I'm actually excited to pay attention. I want to see Dave Faraday call the golf. I'm be, I'll be watching on YouTube. I promise you that. Step up to the tee and take a swing at betting the PGA Tour on FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet the tour with no sweat first bet. If you don't win, you'll get up to $1,000 back in free bets. Great promotions every day, safe and secure app, get paid fast. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook and sign up using the promo code Colin to get started with your no sweat first bet up to $1,000. FanDuel Sportsbook, official betting operator of the PGA Tour, promo code Colin. 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bet $5. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777. Or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER. Or visit fanduel.com slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia. 1-877-770-STOP, Louisiana. Or 1-800-270-7117 for confidential health, Michigan. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York, Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-888-9789, Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700, Wyoming. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, we took a week hiatus. I, uh, I I was out traveling, Sobel. I, I was in uh, I was in Tahoe. I, I played uh, the house. Chez took down Old Greenwood. I saw the picks. A lot, lot harder, lot harder than it than he made it look. I somehow got invited to a member guest at Olympic Club. Oh. Uh, th- that place is unreal, but it's also extremely difficult and makes you think about quitting golf. Mm-hmm. But uh, long time no talk. How we doing, my man, Jason Sobel? Monday through Wednesday. Sirius XM channel 92 
uh, Action Network, his betting previews. You might have to expand that as, as Liv keeps growing. He might have multiple betting previews every week. I don't think we're too far away from that, Sobel. First of all, I'm not doing nearly as well as you are. Boondoggles on top of boondoggles is the way to live life if you're middle golf. I mean, I look, I, I am just sitting at home in my office grinding out work every single day, and you're out, you know, just on vacation after vacation. So you're doing better than I am. It's, it's almost like you got paid a big live signing bonus, and you're just – living off that now. So you don't even have to work anymore. But uh, in any case, yes, we're, we're very close to perhaps giving betting advice on live events, except we're going into the third one this week at Trump Bedminster in New Jersey. And I've yet of the 1.7 million replies at me uh, on Twitter about live and of the 9,000 phone calls we've gotten to our radio show, I've yet to have one person go. So who do you like this week? Or, Hey, you see Brandon Grace make that birdie on 15? Or, hey, you think Henrik Stenson is going to help out the Majestics to the team title this year? Like, nobody's talking about the actual golf. And at some point, I get it. The, look, the money's good. The, the money is going to get them through whatever they want to get through, and they'll be whatever they want to be. If no one really has interest in it, it hurts the product. That said, if you get Faraday, maybe get Charles Barkley, Gary McCord. I the YouTube streaming feed might be pretty interesting at some point. I don't know. Uh, look, it's all a massive unknown still, but it's very interesting. Well, before, before, before we dive really deep into some of the live stuff that's happened over the last 10 days, your pick for the open. I, I put my biggest individual bet on a, on a human to win a golf tournament I've ever made. And I'll be honest, <clears throat> I wasn't just cocky, confident. I, I thought it was in the bag six, seven holes in on Sunday. And uh, obviously it didn't play out that way. Uh, your overall take on Rory McIlroy, the, the, the looking back on it, w what happened? And it's that that one's going to be a tough one. Obviously the story, I, I think uh, Kyle Porter wrote about him crying in, in his wife's shoulder. I mean, that's, we've seen devastating losses in sports, right? Especially team sports over the years. That one feels right up there. It, it really does. Well, first off, you and me both, I would have been on one of those vacations right alongside you if Rory had. It, I might never have came back. I mean, really. It, it was going to be really good. It was going to be a very good week. That said, it tells us a couple things. First of all, I, it just might be easier playing from behind than playing from the lead, especially in a major championship. Rory played defense essentially Rory played to not lose that golf tournament afterward I, I thought his quote was perfect he said I didn't really do anything wrong but I didn't really do anything right either and that kind of summed up his entire final round and he it, it's really hard to in the middle of the round I know it's golf I know it's a slower sport you almost need to call a timeout in these situations and say whoa, whoa, whoa. I've got to adjust my mindset I've been playing defense all day now Cameron Smith is just making birdies every single hole. I need to go play some offense, and I think it's really hard, even if you're Rory McIlroy, one of the best players in the world, to adjust your mindset from playing defense to playing offense. Cameron Smith, who trailed by four going into the final round, is like, hey, what do I have to lose? I'm going to go play some offense, be aggressive, and if it doesn't work out, I finish in seventh place instead of second or third place. Who cares? I'm going to go after it. It's easier, I think, coming from behind than playing with I that agree. lead. The second part of this, John, I, I've made the point. I, I don't know that this is true or not. Well, time will tell, and we'll figure it out, and we'll talk to Rory and see what he has to say about it. I wonder, though, if this loss in some ways is even more heartbreaking and hurts him more than 
say, the 2011 Masters, where he led by three, hooked one into the cabins that we've never seen before on 10 at Augusta National, and wound up shooting 80 and finishing in 15th place. That at least was a forced error. That was him not playing well in the moment. He can go home after that one and say, look, I screwed up. I lost. My fault. This one, he's going to leave and go, I haven't won a major championship in eight years. I just hit 18 greens in regulation. I did it into a bunker. I didn't three-butt, and I still lost. What do I have to do to win one of these things? This one might be more frustrating than any of those previous major losses over the past eight years. Well, John Wood, the Hunter Mahan's former caddy who's on, who was on the broadcast, had talked with Tiger, yeah. and Tiger described how he would play the round, basically how Rory was playing it. To me, the difference, though, is Tiger hits a few of those long putts in his prime, right, when he's Rory's age, yeah. it feels like, or maybe hits it a little closer. Like, And like you said, it's kind of like a football game. It's one thing you got a three-shot lead, you know, you got eight holes left. You look up, you're one down, you're tied. Like, you do kind of have to adjust on the fly and be a little more aggressive especially given that individual. You know who you would say of all the guys on tour right now, if one guy's red hot, he would be near the list of a guy at any moment because you 63, and that'd be Cam Smith, right? Yeah, absolutely. Cam Smith was playing so well coming into it. That putter gets hot. It gets really, really hot. I, I would say that I never quite bought into the Tiger Woods intimidation factor, the fear factor. I, I spoke with players about it throughout his prime years, and so many of them would tell me, He's just better than me. If I'm playing against him in the yeah. final round, we're in the same pairing. I'm not scared of him. I'm just not as good as him, and that's why he keeps beating us. That said, even if there was an intimidation factor back then, I can tell you there's absolutely no intimidation factor when Cameron Smith looks at Rory McIlroy and says, hmm, I wonder if I can beat him or am I a little intimidated by him. He's not worried about him whatsoever, and Cam showed it. Birdied the first five holes of the back nine, the up and down on 17, using the putter to get around the road hole bunker and then having the confidence to know he can knock it to about 12 feet and make a 12-footer for par coming back is unbelievable. Most players, I think, and I would have thought after seeing his ball land there, he was going to try to hit some flop shot over the bunker and Chip it. lucky yeah. to make a, a bogey there. Most players would try that. This is how a great putter, a, a hot putter, gets you out of a jam. Essentially, it's like it, it's like saying, hey, I've got Mariano Rivera in the pen, so you know what? We can intentionally walk two guys to walk the bases loaded because I know Rivera's going to come in and strike out the next two hitters. That's essentially what Cameron Smith did with his putter, which is I'm going to close this thing up because I've got the hottest putter in the world. Uh, well, I mean, the elephant in the room, it ends. He's a champion, goes right to live, and um, – you know, he gave an answer, basically a non-answer. And it's not just him, it's Hideki as well, I would say. Those two guys feel it as good as gone. And people, you know the rules, but I think sometimes the casual golf fans, the moment he wins that, I mean, he's basically in now the Open for life. And he gets a five-year exemption in the other majors, right? So he doesn't necessarily give a shit about the world golf rankings. And Hideki, given that he won the Masters champ, Masters last year, similar situation for the foreseeable future as the stuff's getting worked out. They don't have to worry about right. it. So it's not crazy to think like those guys aren't obsessed with, well, I'm two in the world, I'll fall to third. Like it doesn't matter for them because the four tournaments that they want to play in, they can. those two guys have access to it moving forward like a DJ, like a Kepka. Hell, like a Bryson, right? So it's 
do you view Cam Smith and Hideki Matsuyama, at least by 2023, live there on that tour? Uh, I would think so. As of right now, the time we're speaking, uh, you know, this week, yeah, I, I think it's at least for Cam and probably for Hideki, although I've heard less about him just a little bit, but it seems like both those guys are gone, and those are not the only names. This is not stopping anytime soon. There are a lot but but, more but those those two but those two combined would be a devastating blow for Jay Monahan, the PGA Tour. Do you agree? There might be bigger names than that. I, how how does the PGA Tour survive? I, I don't know. I, I don't have a great answer to this. Um, I my answer six months ago, it, retroactively, would have been, "Hey, let's either work with them or." Let's shut it down before it even starts. But the PGA Tour's arrogance on this whole situation of, oh, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to have a real tour. And then it went from, okay, they're going to have a tour, but they're just going to take some of our 48, 49-year-old guys. We're not worried about it. And then to, all right, well, we're just going to suspend guys, not let them play our tour if they go over to live. To, okay, now, I mean, now we're in the middle of the ocean. We're treading water. We're like, what are we supposed to do? I don't know. I don't have a great answer at this point. It's It's been, I, I think, unbelievably botched by the PGA Tour through this entire process. They needed to get in front of it. They never did. I don't know how you get in front of it now. And, and we can kind of see this uh, brewing for months and months where it was, hey, let, let Phil Mickelson take the fall. He's going to be the first guy standing in line. He's going to take all the bullets for everybody else. Lee Westwood, Ian Poulter, guys like that. They're going to be the second guys in line. Okay, now at this point, you can't fire bullets at everybody. You only got a limited supply. You can't go, oh, Cameron Smith can't do it. Hideki Matsuyama can't do it. This guy, that guy. I, I'm telling you what, uh, there's unlimited money. I don't know if you saw this, John. They're building twin skyscrapers that are 1,600 feet high, 75 miles. Yeah, 75 miles long in a new city in Saudi Arabia that's going to be called Neom. They hope to have this operational by 2030, an estimated cost of a trillion dollars. So, yeah, they can afford Cameron Smith if they really want to get him to play golf for them. Well, one of the stories, I mean, it was a, it was a big story because he's a, uh, he's a unique personality in terms of broadcasting, I would say, in all of sports, and that'd be Dave Faraday. And obviously, there's a connection with Charles Barkley, who's been pretty open about there's pictures of him and Greg Norman. Like, they're talking to him. And that would be, I mean, Faraday's a big deal in the golfing world. Charles Barkley would be a massive story in the sports world. And clearly it would be stealing him away from TNT. Uh, and, and I think we all would agree, like, no one would be shocked at this point in time. And even he's admitted, like, I'm not going to be a show pony, but there is a number, if it makes sense, like, I would go. And they got Charles Barkley and Dave Faraday and all these players, like, is all I, I keep telling people, I, I think Liv could be bigger than the PGA Tour if they keep stealing these guys and the way they're going, not necessarily because of the history, but just in terms of the star power pretty quickly. I mean, they, they don't have, they have an unlimited amount of money. Your thoughts on Faraday and your thoughts on Charles Barkley. Another wrinkle that I didn't think was coming. First of all, love Faraday. I've worked with him a decent amount over the years, and uh, he's tremendous. And, you know, wish him all the best over there. He legitimizes their broadcast even more than it was before. If Barkley goes, he does the same thing. I mean, I, I have heard uh, TV executives talk about there's one man who people watch on TV. They turn on their TVs to watch in sports television, and that is Charles Barkley. And and if they can bring that, it's a different wrinkle. It's one that I didn't think was coming, John. We talked a, a few weeks ago, a month ago, about the broadcast of the first two events 
And I said, you know, they don't care if people watch. It's not even on TV. It's on YouTube. It's streaming on their website. Quite frankly, they're going to put announcers on there. They're going to have it. If you'd like to watch, you'd like to pay attention, you can. If you don't care and you don't want to watch, they don't really care if you don't want to watch. I have amended that. After they've spent the money for Faraday, they seemingly want to spend the money for Charles Barkley and pull him away. Maybe Gary McCord is next. He spoke about it on SiriusXM last week. And so if they're trying to do that, all of a sudden the picture changes from they don't care if we're watching to no, they really want us to pay attention and they want this to not be just a place for players to go play, but a place for fans to go pay attention to their favorite players. And so uh, this whole thing is moving at a breakneck pace as it has over the last handful of months. And things are changing on a very, very uh, quick basis right now. But yeah, I mean, the fact that all of a sudden you're going to throw those guys in the broadcast booth. I mean, now as a fan of golf, I'm going to tune in. I want to see what this looks like. Me too. Me too. The, the other thing is we are, maybe a couple weeks away from the start of the FedEx playoffs, which let's face it is kind of lives cousin, right? It's just a money gra- a way for the PJ tour to funnel them money. So I, that is a time for live to kind of be like, well, you keep acting like we're, we're playing for you guys are just playing for a huge sum of money. None of this means anything. Right. And that's, that's a PGA tour flex moment. The FedEx playoffs, the FedEx playoffs, that's their live. I mean, let's, it, it doesn't actually mean a damn thing. And how bad is it going to look? Because I know some players are doing this. They're essentially going to play. Uh, They're waiting. Weeks. They're waiting. Hey, let me get yeah. hot for three weeks. I'll throw an extra 15 milli on top of the 90 or 100 or 125 that Liv is throwing me. And they might leave for Liv right afterwards. I know some players are going from the PGA Tour to Liv. For the PGA Tour, who might lose their player's championship winner, their flagship event, a guy who lives three minutes away from the golf course, he lives right down the street, and they might lose that guy. If we go to the FedEx Cup and some guy is the face of the tour, the FedEx Cup champion, Jay Monahan gives the guy a huge trophy. They give him $15 million. They celebrate him as the season-long champion, and 12 hours later, he calls up Greg Norman and says, I'll take it. Let's go. All of a sudden, that is a terrible, terrible look for the PGA Tour. Well, let's talk about the PGA Tour because they have uh, the Rocket Mortgage is this is this weekend. If I remember, didn't Bryson win this a couple years ago? Him and Matt Wolf had a little. Uh, yeah, that, I was very entertained by that. The, the field actually is not terrible. Um, who, who do you like and why? So it's either paying up for the guys near the top, or I'm paying way down. I'm basically skipping over this mid tier kind of second tier. This week, uh, Patrick Cantley. Look, I'm not betting Patrick Cantley at eight to one, but what he's shown is that he doesn't have a governor, and so what that means is we get to these non-major championships. Other top players, Cantley's fourth ranked in the world. Other top players might look at it this week and go, "Ah, you know what? It's Detroit. I just I need to throw another start in there somewhere. Just go play, and you know, not get bored sitting at home." Patrick Cantley doesn't have that in him, so he's going to go. To this event this week, he's finished 13th in his last four uh, non-major starts. In fact, he's been 13th or better in his last five, if you include the team event win at the Zurich with Xander Shoffley. And so he plays well at these things. He doesn't just turn it off when it's not a major championship. So I expect him to play well, but I'm not paying down to eight to one. Will Zalatoris, my favorite play on the board. If you just said, hey, forget betting. 
go pick a winner this week. I'm going Will Zalatoris. He's 13th in the world. He's been runner-up three times this year, twice at major championships. He's a generational ball-striking talent. It's going to happen at some point. Why not this week? But again, 12-1, to 1, not a great number. I don't love it. Cameron Young, 18-1, to 1, same thing. So my plan for these guys at the top, and we'll see if it happens. If a guy shoots 62 on Thursday, all of a sudden you're shit out of luck. But if you can get a guy, let's say Zalatoris goes bogey-bogey to start his opening round, all of a sudden he's eight shots back and he goes to plus 2,500, that's when I'll jump on him. So I'll look to play these guys live a little bit, either after some bogeys or if some other players are going low. And after that, I'm, I'm saving it for guys who are 60, 70, 80 to 1 a little bit more. Yeah, obviously, <clears throat> Finau won last week, but that field was terrible. Yeah. And, I mean, Scott Piercy had an all-time – I mean, he looked like me out there <laughs> trying to get it done. I mean, he had a five-shot lead, you know, middle of the round on Sunday and imploded. And Tony played great, but that's that field was terrible. This is a little different. I'm going to – my style on this one is Tagala and Davis Riley. Those are just two guys. I know you, you talked about, uh, I think, uh, Davis Riley in your piece. Don't love the odds, but just as guys that have some – Potentially, you're going to break through eventually. I, you know, you'd like them to be more 60 to one than in like the third high 30s. But uh, I, I saw you wrote down Kitayama as another guy, you know, as a top 10 camp champ, played pretty good yeah. uh, over the weekend yeah. as a top 10. I'm a lot of but it's just champ. Uh, Kurt Kitayama has been all or nothing this year. He's got three top three finishes. He also has, I believe, 10 missed cuts and 17 starts. But, yes. I mean, but that's okay. You know what? If I'm betting. A yeah. guy, I'd rather bet right a, a guy, guy that has that potential, has the upside, as opposed to a guy who finishes in 31st place every week. If you do that, you're not going to win any money on him ever. I want a guy that at least, hey, once every four or five times he goes out there, he wins you money. And so Kidiyama is that guy. Alex Smalley is very similar, uh, maybe not the same numbers, but in his last 12 starts, he's finished 27th or better in six of them, and he's missed the cut in six of them. So it's like, I don't know which guy shows up this week, but if he's not bad, he's going to be pretty damn good. So another guy I like, I'm looking at guys who drive the ball really well too. Taylor Pendrith has been really good since he's come back from injury. Uh, Taylor Moore drives it well. Wyndham Clark. Trey Mullinax really interesting to me, John. You won't find more than once or twice in, in, in a PGA Tour season, a guy who won three weeks earlier playing in a moderate field event. I mean, this isn't all the big guns, as we know. Yeah. And he's still 130 to 1 in the marketplace. That feels like a huge number on a guy who's ninth on the PGA Tour in driving distance in a place where you can smash driver all over. He's playing with nothing to lose, house money, having just won. I really like that play on Mullinex this week. You know, a, a big picture topic, but it kind of fits into this event. Like, I, and Homa's talked about this as well. Like, the more good players that go, it actually benefits me staying on the tour because yep. it's easier for me to win money. Mm -hmm. The Willie Z's, the Cam Youngs, and the, even some of the young guys, the Galas, the Davis Rileys, they do directly benefit from Hideki and these guys leaving on just throughout the season. You go to Riv, you go to all these tournaments that those guys are no longer a part of, and maybe that's two or three extra spots. That's an extra 150, 200 grand. Sure. And over the course of the year, now the problem with that is over the course of time, sponsors aren't as inclined to give the cash when it's like, well, all the big dogs are in this other place. So it's it's kind of a give and take. And that's just, 
I think why this is such a fascinating conversation, because you can't really have both, right? Like Rory and Rom can't because they don't play every week. This isn't the NBA. This isn't the NFL. They can't just carry every event. So it's we are headed down a fascinating. I mean, it's you've been around the highest level of golf now for decades. This is is this the most unsure time you oh. ever remember, even when Tiger was like, might never play I again because he's injured. Yeah, I, I'd go beyond like, I mean, this isn't just in my tenure covering the PGA Tour over the last two decades. This is, like, this is ever. I mean, that's not hyperbole. Like, this is the most uh, unknown, unstructured time on the PGA Tour. And uh, with the changing news, which is, you know, it's like every five minutes, you know, in, in the last 10 minutes we've been talking, I haven't checked Twitter. For all I know, the entire structure of golf has changed in that last 10 minutes. So, I mean, you literally have to keep up with what's going on, but our opinions can change as well. I've gone from, I, I, I call it not anti-live. I'm not anti-live right now. I'm not anti-PGA Tour. I'm anti-what's going on in golf right now, which is- I agree. You know, Sucks. For, for forever. For, for as long as we've had golf, essentially the best players play against the other best players. Maybe it doesn't happen every single week, but on any given week, you can have- some group of elite level players play against other elite level players. And this is why we watch this is why the majors are so great because they all convene at least four times a year. And really it's more, you know, you throw in the players, you throw in Memorial and Riv and playoff events at least eight to 10, maybe 12 times a year, the best play against the best. And we know it's coming and it's great to be a fan and be able to watch this. Now moving forward, we're not going to have this. Maybe at the major championships, depending on what the RNA and the USGA and Augusta National and PGA of America, what they have to say about all this. But maybe we don't even have it at the major championships where we have the best players playing against the best. That's just sad for the game. You know, that's just as a fan of the game, I want to see that. Whether it's on live, whether it's on the PGA Tour, whether it's some combination of the two, I want to see the best possible product that we can have. And I don't think that's possible right now based on the fracture, the the separation of the two tours. In a weird way, it feels like it's only the beginning, oh, right? Totally. Even though it feels like, I mean, it, it's 2023 could be even crazier. And, you know, it's somehow the PGA Tour is going to have to pivot or figure out some different pitches like these extra just money grab events that they threw out is just not going to get it done clearly because these they have more money than that and, and clearly these players don't care if you're going to lose Cam Smith, Hideki and some of these other names have been rumored that are still there right that's that's going to be a major problem that the PGA Tour is going to survive and, and John I look at it a little bit for for the sake of these players from their perspective it's almost like the folks who got into cryptocurrency or NFTs really early where, hey, you better get in when it's really, really hot. Not that Saudi Arabia, the public investment fund is going to run out of money, but at some point they run out of spots. They're just not giving out big contracts. Yeah, You better get in early if you want to make out good on this thing. Look, Phil Mickelson probably made more getting in right off the bat than if he wanted to jump in right now after they've already got a team of players. And so uh, I think that there are some players who are looking at right now, like, Hey, it's, you know, shit or get off the pot time. I've got to do something. I've got to figure out what I want to do with my future. But if I don't do it now, I may never get a contract like the ones they're giving out right now. Yeah. I'd say DJ, uh, I'm not sure DJ regrets that 175 plus million dollars or whatever he got at this, at this point. I don't think, they actually, you know, him and him and Bryson had pretty good showings. You know, I think Bryson, what, was 66, 67 over the weekend? 
DJ T6, Bryson T8. I mean, that's You have more of those guys in these majors showing out. It gives more legitimacy to live. Obviously, those two guys are legit, but I'm just saying they keep landing these guys, and these guys show out in the majors like you can't argue that their tour isn't real, right? I, I do think there is some legitimacy to that. We know that they're world-class players, but when they show up for a major and finish on the leaderboard, I think it makes it harder. If the RNA and Martin Slumbers talked about, I said, there's no free lunch. You know, there are repercussions here. If you're going to join Live, you know, you're going to have something happen to you down the line. And he's sort of, you know, subtly threatening. Yeah, about taking- I saw that. But look, it's really hard to take away those spots and take and, and leave out those Live players when those Live players are are littering the leaderboard and, and playing good golf. What are you going to do? Say, oh, I know you're a really good player. I still I don't understand that perspective of it, John, because quite frankly, I, I understand the PGA Tour saying, hey, we can't have live players playing our events. I, I'm not sure that's legally going to hold up over the long haul. Uh, in fact, I'm pretty sure it won't hold up. But I don't quite understand why the RNA or the USGA would say, oh, you know, live's not good for the game. What do they care? You know, they, they say, whatever, play this tour, play that tour. We want the best players playing our major championships every year. And I do think that at some point is how it's going to play out, that I, I can't see these guys not playing those events First of all, for legal reasons, because if you qualify, you can't keep a guy out that's already qualified. Secondly, I just don't see why they'd want to. I just don't see why it benefits an organization like that to keep a live player from playing their major championship when they go out and contend, maybe win it. Yeah, this is a story that just will not die. Uh, Sobel, have a good rest of the day. Have a good rest of the week. And uh, talk to you soon. See you, buddy. Got me all fired up now. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? 
That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Okay, at Golopod. At Golopod is the Instagram. Fire in those DMs and let's get your question answered here on the show. Start with Lucas. PGA Pro, solid track in Charlotte. Lucky to convert our greens to Bermuda in 19 pre-COVID and have a record year since. Working on my quail contact, but have connections to stellar courses. Love to have you out. You the man. As odd as as it is, you inspired me to take more interest in the tour and even play a little more as I spend most of my spare time teaching. My GM is always asking about my five-year plan, rightfully so. So where do you see the PGA Live Tours in five years? Will Live ever be consumable here? You mentioned possibilities of having combined events. Appreciate the the hustle. You the man, Lucas. Uh, I, you know, what's crazy is I think kind of like startups, it's very, very hard to tell. Uh, if the PGA, if live never would have came around the, P, the PGA tour would have stayed status quo, same old, same old, nothing changed. But Greg Norman, like I said, he isn't, he isn't rattling cages. He's winning. And I, I, I think live could be massive. If they keep stealing players, it is not going to end. He will have the best tour and slowly, but surely you get a Cam Smith, you get a Hideki, you get a Cantlay and Xander, you get a Joaquin Neiman. Like, how many of the body blows can can Jay Monahan take? Here's my other thing with the PGA Tour. They talk a bunch of shit about Liv for just being a money grab. That's what the FedEx play, playoffs are. The FedEx playoffs are are meaningless. The only time it was cool is when Tiger came back in 18. That was cool. Watching Cantlay or DJ or Rory, it's like just $10, $15 million for them. It just doesn't matter. Now, for the player, it's cool. But now that Liv exists, like, do you really care about it? Scotty Scheffler winning $15 million? I don't. It does nothing for me. It did for a minute, but now that Liv exists, the, I, I can't take the FedEx playoffs seriously. Because you can't tell me Liv doesn't matter, but the FedEx playoffs matter. I've been addicted to golf bad for the first year. I love it more than anything and hate it at the same time. I enjoy golf Twitter and just made an IG, but that's where I started following you at. Why don't you upload a golf vlog one day when you're solo or something for the hell of it? I think a lot of us would watch. 
Anyways, keep it up, man. Also, gambling on golf is incredibly fun. I think I need to get into golf vlogging. Uh, I just it just takes a lot of energy. Sometimes when I'm at the golf course, I just kind of want to play. You know, it's 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 weird. Your life, my life, is kind of you know through podcasts and social media. This last week in Tahoe, I, I enjoyed, even though I, I try to put up reels and and Instagram and tw- Twitter content and TikTok. Sometimes it's nice to just not do shit, but like I, I, it's not really my life. So maybe you're right. Maybe I'm leaving. I, I am leaving stuff on the table. In a weird way, I view golf as kind of my, uh, you know, separator. I, I, I can go there and, and not, I wouldn't say relax because it's, you don't relax when you're hitting balls into the trees, but not think about work as much. Uh, despite like when I go golf and I'm golfing with buddies, we all talk about business and revenue and sports, but it is, it is enjoyable to, uh, to kind of have a release. Can you explain the main differences between links golf and regular golf to a relative newbie? Also do links courses advertise that they are links. I'd like to try the style of play, but don't know where to start. Well, from a novice standpoint, and I've only played Lynx golf, sometimes a course like Bodega Bay is a Lynx course, uh, Bandon Dunes Lynx in, in Ireland and Scotland Lynx. To me, when I think Lynx, I think no trees, I think wide open, and the ability to run up shots. Like, when I think American school golf, Olympic club, or just your average course, there are tree lines. So if you miss the fairway, you are in the trees. Link style golf, there aren't really trees. It's just wide open, flat, uh, but also, like especially in Ireland and Scotland, I've never been there, but just from watching it, the difference between the fairway and the green, it's all kind of one. Where when we play America, you go to Riviera, or you go to TPC Scottsdale, I'm just using some PGA courses, or the players, TPC... uh, I always forget the uh, what's it, what the hell is the one called in the players? Uh, TPC Sawgrass. It's very defined. The tee box, the fairway, the green, and I feel it's all intermixed. Now I don't know if I'm doing a great job. If like a golf guy on the PGA Tour would say you're describing it poorly, but like the Scottish Open right before the British Open, people were saying that's not true links because there were a lot of trees. It actually did kind of look on TV a little bit like what we have here. You, you're not going to find that many link style go- courses all over America. They're kind of hit or miss would, would be my original thought. There is a constant drip of talent going to the pre- preeminent tours to live. Is there an end in sight? Does live have the resources and capability to break the PGA tour? I think they do. And we, I talked about it with Sobel. Uh, like he said, they're building 75 mile an hour or 75 mile long high rises. They have an unlimited amount of resources that the reason the USFL failed against the NFL in the eighties, they went bankrupt individual owners in the league went bankrupt. The XFL when COVID hit, it went under. There is no, the only going under is if they get bored, they're not going to run out of money. So I, I don't see how, I don't know. I think they're in major trouble. Hey, John, love the golf. Love the pot. Got into golf a couple years back and been following the tour for a year or two now. 
Wanted to get tickets to next year's Waste Management Phoenix Open for my first golf event. Just wondering if you got any advice as to how to get tickets and how to follow. Follow certain players, post up a certain hole. Well, I think there's two ways to do it. Every time I've gone to a PGA event, I've usually gone with someone that I I didn't buy the tickets. I I think it's fairly straightforward how to get tickets. That event is unique because the party's on a specific hole. But if you're not going, like when I was just walking around the Barracuda, I think if you're going to gamble, you can gamble on a couple people and then follow them. That would be fun. I also think it would be worth, again, the waste management is kind of an outlier event because you kind of want to be near hole 16, assuming you want to drink. But if you go to most events, they have like setups where you can pay a little bit more money and basically just sit between maybe a green and a tee and be able to watch people come all day long and drink and eat and just kind of hang out. That's how I would do it. Now, I'm sure I've never been to the waste management, but tickets to get into the uh, to the stadium probably isn't cheap. But if, if you like drinking, that would be the area to go. If not, go to the front nine. Watch got you could watch literally every single player in the tournament play because everyone's going to be at hole 16, 17, and 18. An underrated hole there is 17. I, I don't know with everyone on 16, you could hear everyone right there, but you could 17 is a sweet, sweet hole. A lot of action. Drivable par four, water left. I mean, that's I don't think it's crazy to go there. Just go there, sit down, and watch guys come through all day. That might be my advice. Oh, God, Rory. (laughs) That one hurt. That one really hurt. I hear all the complaining about how Liv is going to destroy the game of golf. But I'm thinking it has the opposite uh, impact, right? Guys leaving for Liv will ultimately create more space for younger talent to fill in on the PGA Tour and give those talents an opportunity to create a name for themselves. Zalatoris, Cameron Young, etc. Also, you have to be nuts to not go for the idea. PGA versus Live. I totally agree. You could go endless routes. My idea would be a scoring system throughout the year. At the end of the year, have a ranking of the top 20 to 30 golfers on each side. March Madness style until one winner. People would be glued PGA versus Live, and it would be so competitive creating rivalries because you know both sides want to kick each other's asses. I'm an avid golfer and watch every event to an extent throughout the year, and it's so fucking boring beside the majors. <laughs> I agree. Unless you gamble. Like, I I can't watch random tournaments, but if I have money on the tournament I watch. Side note, going to Scottsdale for a bachelor party next month. What are your top four or five courses you would recommend for the group? Budget, not an issue. I'd say TPC Scottsdale just because you can when you watch the waste management, you've played it. Uh, I, Greyhawk, I, I really enjoy Greyhawk. It's right by TBC Scottsdale. Uh, Weekapow, Weekapaw is a fantastic course. It's got multiple courses. It's not that expensive. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Th- those are I haven't. Those are the courses I've played. I played Greyhawk a lot. I played TPC Scottsdale once, and I played Weekapow. And then I played at like the where I stayed at the Marriotts and the Phoenicians. The hotels have golf courses. And so the last couple times I've went uh, and I stayed at a hotel, the hotel had a golf course and I played that course a lot. So th- those would be, Weekapow uh, would be one I highly recommend. Both the courses are sweet. I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about either one. So go check that out. The problem with your idea for PGA versus Live 
that I think the PGA Tour would say is like, they're playing 54 holes, we're playing 72. So how do you compare the two? Now, I'd say, who gives a shit? Figure out a way. Entertain us, the consumer. Because the more you entertain us, the consumer, the more money you make. Figure it out. That that would be my thing to Jay Monahan. Figure it out. No more excuses. Because without us, and you lose our interest, you're in trouble. And right now, Greg Norman is stealing, by the week, interesting people. And you can say he still has a long way to go. That's fine. But he feels like he's ready. He's in it to win it for the long haul. So it doesn't feel like he's going anywhere. Appreciate everyone listening. At GoLoPod is the Instagram. Fire in there. Talk to everyone soon. I'll have a football podcast out later this week. And uh, hope everyone's doing good. Enjoy the summer. Peace. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.